what a day. We wake up, we think, you know what? Bucks get a win last night. Going to chat about it. Good win over the uh, over the Brooklyn Nets. A satisfying win over the Brooklyn Nets. I kind of took personal pride in watching LeBron and the Lakers fail yet again, even though I hate to see Darvin Ham go through the struggles that he's going through. Got a lot of Rodgers discussion today. And then... And then uh, David Stern steps down. And philosophically, I don't expect much to change regarding the Milwaukee Brewers and their managerial style. Um, it'll look a little different. Uh, but the uh, the word broke about, uh, I guess about an hour ago, David Stern's uh, done. He wants to step down. He's going to remain in an advisory role. What does this mean? Well, we all, the first thing everybody thinks of right away is to say, well, you know what? David Stern's stepping down. He's going to go to New York. Going go to go to New York. And um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, but a, a big morning at American Family Field as David Stearns makes it official. He thanks Mark Atanasio for the last seven years. And uh, he's done a lot of good. I mean, do you look at David Stern's tenure as the general manager uh, and president and such of the Milwaukee Brewers, president of baseball operations, do you look at all of that as the as a step forward? Do you look at that as um, a, a, a holding place? Or do you look at it as, you know what, you had a lot of talent. You made a lot of good moves. You ultimately failed. You know, you didn't get to a... A uh, championship. You didn't get back to the NLCS. Uh, the, you know, the, there's the underlying rumors that the Mark Antanasio gave the marching orders for Josh Hader, and David Stearns didn't agree with it, and therefore he said, you know what, I'm not going to manage a baseball team based on money. There, there, there's that process as well. Now, all of it will be denied, of course. All of it will be denied. But you wonder what's going on behind closed doors. Uh, he did high, you know, David Stearns, who is speaking as we speak, high, high praise for Craig Council and uh, the working relationship between him and Craig Council. Uh, but the, uh, but uh, I, I think there's two areas right now that David Stearns, obviously the New York Mets, uh, two areas. Uh, there's some talk about him possibly going back to the Houston Astros as their next general manager as well, even though that <laughs> that franchise is really solid. Uh, but a lot of things to discuss. So uh, if you want to chime in, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Bob, good morning to you listening to us in Florida and everybody on the Bud Light live stream. Good to have you. Thanks to those of you listening to us all throughout Parts Unknown, whether it's out in Madison, Milwaukee, um, all the way up in Viroqua, and our friends at Menominee Marinette, WDUZ, our big affiliate up in Green Bay, all the way down to Platteville and WPVL. Thanks to everybody for taking a listen to us this morning, but an interesting morning nonetheless. Our team as many bites at the apple as we possibly yeah. can. The, the apple biting has begun, uh, and apparently the apple biting did not taste very well, which we all know. Oh, it's time for the big apple, Bill. Yeah. Yep. The uh, you would assume that's what's going to happen. 
That's that's the assumption. And he he, he still had another year left on his contract, didn't he, Ben? Correct yes, me if I'm wrong. I think he still does. I think the only out was if the Brewers made the World Series this season. So right. he said he's in an advisory role, which kind of seems like I'll be in the background if Dan Arnold wants to text me, he could text me. Then it feels like he'll go after this next season. Um, I envision it like a Madagascar situation where he shows up. Yeah. New York City, just right. like I pictured. I, uh, you know, it, nothing, you know, if you think philosophically things are going to change inside the walls of American Family Field, you're mistaken. Uh, Matt Arnold has, he's been David Stern's right-hand man pretty much from the beginning. So much like we know that Brian Gutekinds, who's been thrown into a completely different situation, um, it uh, it's not going to change. When Matt, Brian Gutekinds took over for Ted Thompson, there's a philosophy there. You take a lot from that philosophy. Um, so Matt Arnold's not going to get crazy different. It's not all of a sudden, um, you know. Um, by the way, David Stearns just said, I am not going anywhere. I'm going to be here in Milwaukee. Hmm. We'll see if that actually happens. <laughs> in classic uh, Brewers fashion, Bill, the yes. press conference is only streaming on MLB Network, which a guy right. like me does not have access to, but we will have cuts from it coming up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Brewers. Uh, the, the difference between MLB and the NFL is every NFL team controls their own website. MLB controls everybody else's. That's the difference is MLB, the boilerplate for all the all the um, teams are run through MLB. So you can insert your stories for your team. But when it comes to specific audios and videos and such, uh-uh, MLB owns it. They run everything with a very tight ship. Very structured and very strict um, when it comes to streaming certain things. And that's another reason people are turned off by Major League Baseball, quite frankly. Um, I, uh, you know, now David Stearns did say that he's uh, looking forward to pursuing some other interests, but he also said, I'm not going anywhere. So we will see how long that uh, that lasts. X-Golf? Yeah, maybe that's what he's going to do. Yeah, maybe that's what he's going to do. Who knows? little X-Golf. Be nice. Get a swing down, that type of thing. 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, go ahead and do it. You can also find us over on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels, uh, at Ben Z. Kenny, producing the program, at Ben Z. Kenny. You can also find us on the Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash The Bill Michaels Show. We don't subscribe to any particular fan base when it comes to our ability for everybody to reach us. It doesn't matter how tall you are, short you are, where you're from, the color of your skin, your race, your religion, none of that kind of stuff. Everybody's welcome on this program unlike Major League Baseball, who says only people who pay. We don't make you pay. We're free. <laughs> we're free. As long as you got the internet, I guess. Uh, we're free. We're free everywhere. But then again, we're just, you know. Somebody told me, like, uh, you know, well, I don't want to go there because that's a bad analogy. It involves myself in prostitution, and I don't want to do that. Nice. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, you can find us on YouTube. Go to YouTube.com slash Bill Michaels Show. Same things on Twitch TV and find us there. So anyway, uh, there you go. Um, Mark says, uh, does this mean they're actually going to make a few deals now or do you think it's going to be same old, same old? There's a budget to work with with uh, the Milwaukee Brewers, and I I would be really, really, really interested to know. And this is just my opinion, but I would be really interested to know if the comments of Mark Atanasio shoved David Stearns out. That whole Josh Hader trade, it sticks with me. And Mark's comments saying, "Oh no, we were all in, even on Juan Soto, we were in." No, it wasn't about money. And I, for the life of me, I, I got to think if I'm David Stearns and I'm looking at Mark going, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You don't want to pay this guy. This is the reason we're getting rid of him right now. You don't want to pay this guy. And you're throwing me under the bus to say, oh, no, we were in on Juan Soto. We were considering all of this. You know, I, I, I got to think. When the fire got hot and the realization of this trade sucks, when Mark Antanasio stood out there and would and just deflected the bullets, that that as the owner, knowing what the budgetary constraints are, and didn't say, hey, we've got to work within a budget, we've got certain things, because he didn't want to look like the bad guy, so he threw it on David Stearns. I, I got to think that didn't sit well, unless that was preplanned. Am I wrong there, Ben? When it's, Mark came out and said that? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the allure to New York, I think, is clear. Like, we have felt that New York is a likely destination oh, yeah. for a while because the budget, Stephen Cohen's a madman. They'll throw money at everything. So I, it's hard for me to put the hater trade into all the context because he clearly drastically underestimated its impact on the clubhouse. But I really think he thought the players that were coming in, in Rodgers and even Matt Bush, another move, I think he thought he was helping the team. Like, I think he thought that was an actually beneficial move for this baseball team going into the future. So I I wonder about the timing. I guess they want to give Matt Arnold a full year maybe before Stearns just goes with him still mm-hmm. around to get him used to it. But it, it kind of felt inevitable. I, I don't know about the Adonazio thing. I just think it's the general thought process of the Brewers, like, I, if you're Stearns, would you want to be in a place that throws money at everything they look at or a place that doesn't? That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I, I, I really, um, you know, you, you look at the hater trade. You got Burns and Woodruff coming up. Brewers getting into the postseason four straight years. The terrible Lorenzo Cain signing, which just it just early on it worked out, and then it just didn't. Uh, the Willie Adamas trade was really a solid one, bringing in Hunter Renfro after a disastrous Jackie Bradley Jr. There was a lot of good things that were done uh, by David Stearns, a lot of things that put him right. Um, but I. Uh, but ultimately, this year was a failure. I, and I just, there's a lot of things that we can discuss about what did and didn't work and, you know, good and bad. And for this franchise, and, and see, I go back, I remember, um, I remember when Ned Yost was hired. I remember sitting there in studio. Ned came, Ned called, came in. And he wanted to make the rounds, man. He wanted to he wanted to be on every radio program. He wanted to do things different. 
and be transparent. And he came in, and we were sitting there before his wife was sitting next to him, before we even got into the discussion on the air. I said, what's the goal? And he said, we just need to get back to 500. That, that's the first thing. We just need to get back to 500. He didn't come in talking about, we're going to win a championship. None of that. He just said, look, you, you, you got you to walk before you run. We just need to get back to 500. So I remember those conversations. I remember that. So to be there and, you know, a decade and a half later, we're sitting here going, you know, we're, we're talking World Series, NLCS. I mean, this is where the expectations are every year. The expectations and what's gone on between Doug Melvin and David Stearns is phenomenal. It's 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 a tremendous upgrade via the the franchise compared to where others are. I, you know, I mean, you know, I I grew up in Cincinnati and it was the, living off the history of the Big Red Machine and every year and you had to get there and then you know Lou Pinella comes along and he changes the. The, the, the thought process, and damn, they won a championship, wire to wire, the whole thing. They beat the mighty uh, Oakland A's, and, you know, and then every year since, they've been trying to get back to that. They just can't, you know. But the expectation is we need to get it. Now their expectation is can we just get to 500? You know, the Cardinals, they, every year they were winning championships. They continue wanting to get back, and then they had a little bit of a downturn, and now they're back, you know. And, but that expectation has always been there because they've always had a really good farm system. They've had good organizational philosophy. They've had money to spend, a little bit bigger market, not huge, but a little bit bigger market, and they've, they've done things the right way. We feel like in Milwaukee, for a Brewers fan base, we've done things the right way. So I just I wonder what – Moving forward with Matt Arnold, what that philosophy is going to be if Mark Antanasio is going to say, we need to really do things the right way. Or if this begins with the talent they've grown, the budgetary cuts that are about to come, and flipping the tables back into the, hey, we're going back to the big rebuild days. Now, the Cubs have had to do it, and they're a large market team. They act like they're small market, but they're a large market team. But I, I don't know if fans... If Matt Arnold came out today and said, hey, you know what? We've got some really tough decisions to make. Because you don't want to hang on to one pitcher and not the other. You don't, you don't want to supplement. You know? You're either in it or you're not. And then you have some decisions to make. There are some really tough decisions ahead for this franchise over the next year or two. And you really, as a Brewers fan, you got to look at yourself and say, okay, what can I accept and what direction are they going? Which is why I think complete transparency from the ownership group right now, or more so Mark Atanasio, needs to be need, need, needs to need, needs to be out there. You know, I think some of the failures that this franchise has had is more on ownership than it is on David Stearns, but. Today's a, an impactful day in the sense that Matt Arnold, the new general manager and or president of baseball operations for the uh, for the Milwaukee Brewers. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, please feel free to go ahead and do so. Uh, give us your thoughts. Uh, the Brewers president of baseball operations, David Stern, stepping down today. We're going to talk some about the Bucks win last night. We're going to talk about the Packers. And if you didn't hear Aaron Rodgers' presser yesterday, we're going to get portions of that today. He very much stood up and directly 
uh, directly took on all the questions regarding the comments that he made on the Pat McAfee show, which I found interesting. We discussed a little bit last night in case you missed it. Uh, it is up on a lot of the podcast pages and over on YouTube and on Twitch TV as well. If you missed the huddle last night, but we, you can kind of go there and rehash it if you choose to do so. But uh, stick around. We've got a lot to get to today. Brewers making changes. Bucks get a win. Packers uh, back on the practice field again today. Badgers have a bye this week. We've got a lot, a lot of stuff going on. This portion of the program brought to you by Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. We'll be right back. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. As we said in the release, is about doing everything we can as an organization um, to continue our mission and our goal of giving our our team as many bites at the apple as we possibly can. Well, there's a, there's a lot of mix right there. Ben Kenny doing his best DJ impersonation. Welcome back to the program, the Bill Michael Show on the air, and uh, the breaking news of the day is the fact that David Stern stepping down um, on the uh, as far as the, uh, the the Brewers president of baseball operations, Matt Arnold taking over. So you would expect it to be somewhat of a smooth transition in many regards. Um, well, Bill, you know what they ahead, say man. about people with two first names, though. Matt Arnold, they are the most trustworthy and successful people out there. I know that, for I have two first names. As well. Thank you very much. There you go. <laughs> That's why I, I think the Brewers are back, honestly. Uh, boy, you've got a lot of, uh, a lot of faith. Uh, by the way, David said the Brewers not streaming uh, live this press conference through Major League Baseball only. The NFL would be all over this and be all over the Internet. Major League Baseball Network continued cuts away from the press conferences. Nowhere to be found anywhere on TV. Uh, this is disgusting what Major League Baseball does. This is the reason I'm no longer a Major League Baseball fan. There you go. Who wins the World I, Series first, Bill? The Mets or the Brewers? Mets. I think I disagree. Easy. Easy. Because they're going to spend money. But they're the Mets. Yeah. You know? Every right. time they get into September point. or October or any important situation, they start to met. It's a verb. I cannot think of, unless there is an overhaul of this roster, I cannot think of anything that makes me think the Brewers are going to win a World Series next year. The Mets are closer right now to getting to a World Series and winning it than the Brewers are. The Brewers made a horrific trade. Um, we know, I you know, I don't want to yell cheap because I, I don't, you know, they're not cheap. You know, guys are going to get arbitration money. Um, the payroll is going to go up. They're going to pound their chest. This is the most we've ever spent. Who cares? I've said it before, I'll say it again. It's like, you know, everybody else is running a race in a Corvette, and you finally soup up your Chevy Chevette, and that's the most money you've ever spent on the race, but who cares? You're still not in the race, you know? Um, so it's, you know, there's small markets can win it in a blink of an eye, 
and then they're gone. Sustainability in large markets is, for the most part, pretty consistent. Now, teams like the Brewers have remained consistent. Teams like Tampa Bay have remained consistent. Uh, but the championships are few and far between for the small markets versus the large markets, and we all know that. Uh, David Stern saying, it's not an easy decision for me, and it's something I've been wrestling with for a long time. Mark Atanasio and I have had an open dialogue, and we both knew this day would eventually come. It has been a priority for both of us that any transition would take place while the organization is in a healthy position with solid leadership and talented roster moving forward. This is certainly the case today. I, I Would you disagree? I don't think this is an overly talented roster. You've got a fading and a failing left fielder with a noodle for an arm who you're paying a gob of money to. You've got a good pitching group, but your bullpen needs work. The back end of your bullpen now is lacking. You've got uh, a center field position you're not quite sure of yet. You think maybe you've got a rookie on the come. You've got holes at third and first. You're an all-or-nothing team who doesn't know how to hit situationally to save their damn life. I don't think this roster's in a good space. I, I, I just don't. Uh, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Now, I assume because David Stern says he's going to remain in an advisory role. What that may mean is, is that, yeah, he's going to stick around for a little while. He's going to make sure the transition is okay, which is fine. And then he's going to start fielding, you know, this is the out. He's going to start fielding the offers. And Mark Antanasio, after making sure that Matt Arnold's in a good, safe place, he's going to go, yeah, go ahead and go. And he's going to release him and let him go. It's not like he's hurting for money or anything like that. He's going to go ahead and say, yeah, go ahead and do what you need to do. And that's what will happen. So we, we can all kind of see that coming. But this whole thing about this being a, a, a very talented roster, no, I would, I would disagree. I would disagree. I don't think it is right now. I think it's in a um, – I think it's in a, a state of flux right now might be the best way to put it. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Find us. Uh, Chris says, if Hader blows out his elbow and is a shell of the, his current self, would you still view the trade as horrible? Well, if Christian Yelich suddenly starts hitting 50 home runs a year, would I view his contract as a hometown bargain? <laughs> okay. That's 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 a dumb question. You base it on what you have. You know, I mean, I, I, you know, yeah, I would, I would say it would be a, it'd be, it'd be a great trade for the Brewers, but not really, because the Brewers pissed away this year, and he didn't blow out his elbow this year. You could have traded him in the off season, and maybe even gotten more for him. maybe made a three-way deal, end up with more than a guy that you said, oh, yeah, he's going to help us, and the next day you cut him loose. So, no, I no, not at all. Not at all. 
Give us a shout. Uh, David Stern stepping down today. We'll talk more about it when we come back. This portion of the program brought to you by good friends over there in New Mail Medical, treating guys with ED all over the state of Wisconsin, well beyond the borders as well. Uh, the 98% success rate. At tre- 98. Put that in your head. 98%. You can, there's not many people that can say 98% of the time, absolutely, I can fix you. So that's that's what they say, 98% of the time. Then there's the all-in-one weight loss plan, which this time of year we all know it's tough to go on because you got cookies, cakes, pies, all that kind of stuff coming up. And then there is, say, supplements such as making you a little more energized, making you feel a little bit better, low-T treatments for kind of the mood, the up and down, sleeping better at night, feeling more refreshed and rested during the day, things like that. They can help you, but you got to call. 414-455-4451, 414-455-4451. That's the New Mail Medical Center, 414 414- Four five five four four five one. More of the Bill Michael Show next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back to the program. We are glad you're with us today. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. David Stern stepping down as the uh, president of baseball operations for the Milwaukee Brewers. I went through uh, because I had uh, seen some stuff over on the Bud Light live stream and I had a couple of people saying small market teams win all the time. Um, in the last, I don't know, 25 years, something like that, uh, 27 years, whatever it happens to be since uh, whatever the going back to the strike year. Um. 21 large market teams have won the World Series, while six small market teams have won the World Series. That's quite a disparity. 21 large market teams, Yankees, Red Sox, I went through the whole list. Uh, And and just an FYI, I mean, like the Atlanta Braves. Atlanta is a big market. Uh, Florida Marlins, even though they play in Miami and it's a big market, it's a small market team just because they don't put the uh, the effort into it. Arizona, the same way. Arizona is a large market team. That's Phoenix, Arizona is where they reside. Anaheim's in L.A. Florida Marlins, like I said, no. Uh, White Sox are in Chicago. St. Louis, I consider a small market. Even though they're a larger market, they're still what's considered a small market team. Boston, Philadelphia. Philadelphia, we all know, is a large market. Yankees, Giants, Cardinals, Giants, Red Sox, Giants, Kansas City, small market, Cubs, large market. I don't care what they say down there; it's they they're they're idiots. Um, Houston, Boston, Washington will say small market, even though they reside in a large market city. They don't have the same style of capability like some other markets do, uh, because it's such a transient area. Uh, then the Dodgers and the Braves. Uh, so you go back to the 1994 year when the, the World Series was done due to the player strike. Since then, 21 large market teams have won a World Series. I mean, that's that's pretty dominant when you talk about just money in general. And the Yankees obviously had their run. You look at the Yankees in 96, 98, 99, 2000, uh, 2009, Again, I mean, it's been a while since they've won. I'll give you that. 2009 was the last time the Yankees have won a World Series. 
Boston's been there. Chicago's been there. The Giants have been there. So it's uh, it's large market-based. Uh, Atlanta has been there. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. If you want to give us a shout, please feel free to go ahead and do so. David Stern stepping down. So uh, my point being is, is that, yes, it's possible as a small market team to win it. But when you start to look at the small market teams that have won it, okay, so Florida won it with Jimmy Leland, then they broke it up. Then you go back, that was back in 97. Then they kind of rebuilt it. They had some decent management down there. Then they brought in Jack McKeon. They won it again. In the midst of all of that, it was the Yankees, the Diamondbacks, and the Angels. Then you had the Red Sox, the White Sox, the Cardinals with Tony La Russa, the Red Sox, the Phillies, the Yankees, the Giants, then again with Tony La Russa, then San Francisco, Boston, San Francisco, then Kansas City with Ned Yost, the Cubs, the Astros, the Red Sox, then the Nationals with Dave Martinez, then the Dodgers, and then the Braves. So you don't even have back-to-back with those teams. Now, you did have the Tampa Bay Rays. They got there. So you look at them and you go, okay, Cleveland Indians, even though with Terry Francona it's a larger market, technically it's kind of a small market run operation. Kansas City with Ned Yost, he went uh, another year. The first year they went with Ned, they lost it. They came back and won it the next year. You don't find that very often back-to-back. Uh, there was the Detroit Tigers, but Detroit's considered large market. Texas Rangers, they're in, uh, down, in, uh, uh, down in Dallas. That's a large market. Phillies, Rays, Rockies, Clint Hurdle, they got there, but they never got back. So my point is, you don't usually see the small market teams, if they do have success, it's short-lived. They don't get back. They don't get the same level of dominance like the large market teams do. So there you go. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, please feel free to go ahead and do so. Again, 877-867-1670. Um, is Milwaukee, Rick said, isn't Milwaukee the smallest market? It is. It is the smallest media market uh, in all of baseball. It is the least amount of money, and it is the smallest media market, Yes. And part of it is, with the weird new blackout packages, it, it got even smaller in that sense. So you are you are correct. Uh, by the way, I want to say hi to Libby. Libby's listening to us over in England. Gave us a shout-out over on the Bud Light live stream, listening to us over in England. Um, let's go to Z and the D. Z, welcome to the program, man. What's happening, man? Not much, man. Thanks for having me on. I, I call in a lot of times for Ebo and Nellie and... Uh, I thought I'd call him for you as well. I'm with Glad Ben Kenny on this. I, I'm with Ben Kenny on this. The reason why I see it is when you look at the Mets, and outside of the Mets being the Mets in 86 when they beat the Red Sox, the Boston Red Sox were the Boston Red Sox and Buckner and all that stuff. Um, I look at Atlanta being built for the next eight years. You look at all their contracts, their lower-end contracts, but they're great value for those players. They're getting good return, and they're very young. Then I look at the Phillies as an up-and-comer team for the past next five years that they can keep what they have and keep going. Um, so you got to go against two big markets right there. And then you throw in the Nationals who have got 
prospects over prospects, even if two out of those eight prospects turn out to be great players, you're looking at then they can sign some more players. So you got the NL East is a heavy hitters club. Where I look at the NL Central, I look at the Cardinals as a heavy hitter, and that's really about it. The Cubs are rebuilding. Before 2016, the Cubs were a laughing stock for 108 years, and they might be it. Next 50 years might make it back one or two more times. We'll just see. Where I see the Brewers going around the Kansas City Royals route, and you made it point where the smaller market teams, they make it there, but they don't live it long enough. And I understand that. But just to make it there makes their chances a lot better than I feel about the Mets. Yes, you can spend a lot of money, but there's no guarantees of spending a lot of money outside of the Dodgers the last couple of years and the Yankees on their 2009 year. That's all I mm-hmm. see. Um, and, I mean, I'm just thinking that the Brewers have an outside chance of making it. I'm believable. And I'm not a 100% Brewer fan. I'm a Red Sox fan, and I know the analytics, analytics about the money and stuff like that. So maybe they do, maybe they don't, but the Mets are the Mets, and you've seen what money can do. It can win, but it also can lose it because Boston, they've thrown a lot of money around, and they've made the World Series three times, but they've also not made the playoffs four times in the last 12 years. So mm-hmm. that's saying something. No, you know what? You're right. I, 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 Z, I always appreciate listening to Evo's show too, man. I appreciate you giving us a buzz. Look at it this way. And you're right. Sometimes it's not about the money. Now it is about large market. I get it. Do you know how many times the do you, Ben? Do you know how many times the Yankees and the Dodgers combined have made it to the World Series? No, I I know in the last ten years the Yankees have not made it at all. But I in figure the history of the, the franchise, it's sixty-one times. Oh goodness! You throw you throw in the Giants, it's eighty-one times. 81 times, those three franchises, New York, San Francisco, and L.A., 81 times they've made it to the World Series. Not won it, but if you throw in Boston, it's 94. Those four franchises, 94 times they've been to the World Series. Now, it doesn't mean you can't make it. St. Louis has been there 19 times. Kansas City. Now, Kansas City, they include it because Kansas City actually moved from Philadelphia, if you go back way back when. And then Kansas City went, the, the Kansas City, I can't remember what they were called back then, but then they went from Kansas City to Oakland. So technically, they've made it 14 times as that franchise because Milwaukee's listed with Atlanta as well, Boston, because it was the Boston Braves, the Milwaukee Braves, and the Atlanta Braves. So technically, that franchise has been there 10 times. But... What gives you hope is that between Cincinnati and Pittsburgh, those two franchises have been there 16 times. Just, I mean, the Pittsburgh Pirates have always been the Pittsburgh Pirates. The Cincinnati Reds have always been the Cincinnati Reds. So those two franchises who have not been transient, have not moved, have built up fan bases, they've been there 16 times. So it can be done. The Cardinals, they can do it. They've been there numerous. The St. Louis Cardinals have always been the St. Louis Cardinals. They've been there 19 times. So what it takes is a a really good GM, the building of a farm system. The problem that that, what, what you see is when it comes to the sustainability for success, much like Kansas City and such and Florida, 
is you got to have really good up-and-comers that come together all at once. And then you bring in a couple of veterans, going back to when Florida did it with Pudge Rodriguez and company and such. You know, the, 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 the uh, Reds did it when they brought in the Nasty Boys and Dave Parker and those guys, and Eric Davis was on the come, and they did it back then. You look at what the Cardinals did in supplementing and bringing guys over and McGuire and company, and then obviously the pitching got really, really good. Um, but the way you do it is you, you grow the talent, and you have to hit. That's the way the Cubs did it. You have to hit. And then you bring in a couple of free agents. You got a you got a run of a couple of years, and then after that, now the Cubs are the Cubs. They're just you know whatever. But after that, then it comes time to pay these guys, and the small market teams can't afford to run with the big boys. So that's why we sit here now and we go, okay, if you're not going to go all in right now with that pitching staff, then you're never going to go all in. Getting retreads getting guys on the backside of a contract, getting guys in the twilight of their career, hoping you find the diamond in the rough, you're never, ever, ever going to get there. Not with the way this ownership uh, is. Not with the way Mark... You know, I understand budgets, but at some point, you're either in or you're out. You can't kind of be pregnant. I say that all the time. You can't, you're either in or you're out. You can't kind of try for a championship. You could, yeah, you can get hot at the right time, but you look at some of the teams that have won it. Take Washington, for example, and some of the up-and-comers they had, and then you take some of the free agents they put in. They, they went for it. They got it, and then after that, they blew it up. But you got it. So yeah, that's why the, the whole hater trade, they didn't need to get rid of hater. What they needed to do was find a couple of bats. They needed to spend the money on the bats. Instead, they got, af- they got afraid of a contract and they wussed out that's why this season pissed off so many people that's why this season had people actually turn on on mark antanasio because we this was not about getting four players that were going to be sustainable through your system and be impact player this no it was about getting rid of money in the middle of a pennant chase and that's why so many people were pissed off Myself included, as a, as a Brewers fan. 877-867-1670. Hey, coming up today, if you're going to go out, uh, maybe you're out in the Wisconsin, uh, Waukesha area, stop in, say hi to our buddy Joey Albanese. Going to have the uh, game on tonight. Got the Dominic Sports Bar. It'll be open right next door as well. They may even be throwing some bocce ball around out there tonight. But if you're going to go in, get some good Italian food, watch the game, good to go right there. Albanese's Roadhouse right on Blue Mountain Road, right next to Menards. Stop in and tell Joey and the whole whole gang we said hi. They're really, really good people over there. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Now, in Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers held practice getting ready to face the Bills. In six tries, the Green Bay Packers have never won a game in Buffalo. On Tuesday, a frustrated Aaron Rodgers made this comment about some unnamed underperforming teammates on the McAfee Show. If we have 50 plays and we have 10 mental misassignments or mental errors, that's 20% of the time. 20%, that's too high. So... We got to fix that, and whatever that is. I think, you know, guys who are making too many mistakes shouldn't be playing. I asked defensive back Rasul Douglas for his reaction to what Rodgers said. I mean, isn't that how it works? <laughs> if we're being honest, right, that's how it works. This is a production-based business. People who make the most plays should play the most, right? So 
I don't disagree with nothing he said. I mean, he's been around for a long time. He understands the game at a high level. Like, probably no one else in the locker room, probably besides Big Dog, understands that. So, yeah, at the end of the day, I think we all want the best players on the field. Packers wide receiver Sammy Watkins says he understands what Rodgers was saying. This is a business, and um, if you're not performing or executing or doing the things that you're supposed to be doing, then I, I'm with Aaron. If I'm not playing well and I'm freaking up and busting plays, get me out of the game because that's not helping the, the team. And, um, I think that's uh, a wake-up call to everybody, wake-up call to myself. You know, I feel like everybody's on the hot seat right now, even myself. I got to go out there and, and make plays as much as plays I can and do anything to, to get a dub, whether that's run blocking, catching balls deep, short, whatever it is. We have to do it as a collective group. I think this is a game to do it. That's wide receiver Sammy Watkins. From Lambeau Field, I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. Like many places, uh, tonight they're showing the game, uh, Sunset Grill, right there on Pewaukee Lake, coming up to uh, this evening. And then uh, over the weekend on Saturday, they got a big costume contest and such and a Halloween party going on. So um, if you are uh, in the area, by all means, uh, check out Sunset Grill on Pewaukee Lake. Good, good stuff. They uh, Not only that, they have really good food. They really do. Um, welcome back to the program. Good to have you on board. David Stern stepping down as the president of baseball operations for the Milwaukee Brewers. So I uh, we've been just kind of been, been discussing, you know, the, the Brewers moving forward and talking a little bit about the likelihood of getting to a World Series and uh, the stra- restraints in which they the constraints in which they work under and such. And uh, now let me say this, because I know there's some people that are pissed off about David Stern's quitting or leaving, you know, in the middle of this and such. And. It's like, well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. We knew this was coming. This is this is nothing new here. There's nothing new. This is David Stern stepping down. He's giving a year of transition to Matt Arnold. We knew he was coming to the end of his contract. If you're surprised by this or pissed off by this, my question will be why. You know, do you want to make him work to the very last day of his contract? This happens all the time in sports. Sports is different than the world that you and I live in. Okay, if you sign a contract, you're working probably till the end of the contract, unless you want out. And then it's up to your employer to say, you know, hey, uh, you know, yeah, go ahead and go. Uh, We've got a great working relationship. I would never hold you back from something you want to do or something that you feel is maybe better or a better opportunity or whatever. You know, you've got that kind of working relationship, right? We've all been there. I, I personally had a situation that came up. In my career where I wanted to leave, I went to my employer and they said no. They weren't going to let me leave. And I had to pass, you know. So it happens if you've got a great relationship. If they would have said yes, then I would not be here today in all likelihood. So it's, you know, it just depends on the working relationship you have. But also, if I'm an owner and I know at the end of this contract this guy's leaving, because I can't keep up with the pay. I can't keep up with what he wants to do. I can't keep up with his dream of uh, of maybe working for a larger franchise or something to that effect with a bigger budget and more opportunity and such in a bigger city or a city he grew up in or, or uh, people he knows, people he would like to work with, another opportunity in his life. B- baseball, sports, it's a transient business. How many times do you get somebody that works in an organization and is there forever? Very rarely. I mean, 
that is the anomaly more so than the rule. So yeah, I, I don't I don't begrudge David Stearns anything. I mean, if you're mad, it's because you believe maybe he did a really good job and you hate to see him go. That's the emotional side of things. Otherwise, you say, you know what? Wish you the best. Wish you the best. Just not the best against us. All right, we got a lot to get to, a lot to recap, a lot to talk about. We're going to hear from Aaron Rodgers talking yesterday about some of the things that he had to say on the Pat McAfee show, and he didn't backpedal. He doubled down, but he doubled down in an explanatory way. Packers getting ready for the big game coming up on Sunday night. Bucks get a nice win. Bucks have not lost yet this season as they still wait for Chris Middleton to come back. But uh, Ben Kenny will smile quietly if he didn't last night over the discussion today. I'll tell you what that is, and you can only guess by the opponent Daddy, last night. <laughs> More to come right after this. The Bill Michaels Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.